Dear Corey, Tracy, Sandy, and Doug, other family and friends of Connie, grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. There's a lot of walking in the gospel for this day, 14 miles to be exact. Now to get an idea of this distance, it would be like walking from here to the Carlisle Fire Department and back. At an easy pace, this could take you anywhere from roughly four and a half to five hours. However, if there were issues, it could take you longer. Now, on the first day of the week, the day of Jesus' resurrection, two of Jesus' disciples were making the seven-mile journey from Jerusalem to the village called Emmaus. Now, the text doesn't explicitly say why. Maybe they were heading home since the Passover had ended. No matter the case, these two men were heading away from the place of Jesus' crucifixion away from his tomb, away from the other disciples who were hiding in fear behind a locked door. And as they're walking to Emmaus, they were talking with each other about all the things that had taken place. And it's here where a man drew near and went with them. And spoiler alert, This man is the crucified and risen Jesus Christ. They were walking with God himself. And as they were walking, Jesus asked them what they were talking about. To this question, the men stopped walking. They stood still. They looked sad as their minds likely recalled Jesus' teaching and his miracles and also the horrible crucifixion and death on the cross. Certain many of us had a similar reaction at the news of Connie's death this past Thursday. To that phone call or text, social media post, whatever it may be, we're stunned, shocked. We stopped Whatever we were doing, we stood still in love for our mother, our grandmother, our sister, our friend. We're saddened by this news. Our minds begin to flood with the wonderful memories and joyous times. We recall her love and excitement for various arts and crafts. Maybe you saw them last night at the viewing. Her love for the St. Louis Cardinals and also for singing. We recall her positive attitude in difficult moments and her passion for helping others, especially those in similar circumstances. It's hard to believe we'll never receive one of those long voicemails or be able to read that book she so wanted to write about her life. And so we're saddened over the death of a mother, a sister, a grandmother, a friend. 
Holy Scripture reveals that death was and is against all that God wanted for man. God created man to live, not to die. And through the disobedience of the one man, Adam, disobeying God's word, sin and its wages of death came into the world. So as St. Paul writes in his letter to the Romans, Just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, so death spread to all men because all sinned. And yet, in the midst of our sorrow, in the midst of our tears over the death of Connie, the crucified and risen Christ draws near to us this very day. Through his word, he draws near to us to reveal that God doesn't allow sin and its wages of death to win the victory. He draws near to us to reveal he has made a way through death. Death doesn't have the final say. As true God and human flesh and blood, Jesus descended into a world trapped in sin and death to deliver Connie, to deliver you, to deliver all people from that sin and death, to work the promise and hope of eternal life. For 33 years, Jesus walked this earth. He lived the perfect life, a life free from sin, and yet Jesus, who was without sin, willingly bore our sin. He took on all of our illnesses. He bore our diseases, as it says in Matthew 8. Jesus, who is life, took upon himself our death, took upon himself the eternal punishment for our sin and the wrath of God that our sin kindled. He took all of this upon himself and was crucified, nailed to a cross in our place. And there on the cross, the power and the sting of death and mortality would be defeated for Connie, for you, for all people. And Jesus proved this three days later. Rising from the tomb, rising from the dead. The empty tomb declares death's grip is broken. Death's reign is ended. The grave isn't the end. Jesus has made a way through death to life. And through his death on the cross and through his glorious resurrection from the dead. Two disciples didn't understand this. They had thought Jesus had come to deliver the Jews from the hand of the Romans. And yet, as Jesus interprets his death and resurrection through the Old Testament, and through the breaking of the bread, their eyes were opened. They see standing before them their crucified and risen Savior. And with Jesus having vanished from their sight, they rose that same hour and returned to Jerusalem. 
And they found the eleven and those who were with them gathered together saying, The Lord has risen indeed. For Connie, a 14 mile walk like this would have been extremely difficult, if not impossible. Following her accident when she was 29 years old, Connie bore crosses we could hardly imagine. Simple task as of getting out of bed, getting dressed, putting on shoes, were a great challenge for her. And yet, in the face of her physical impairment, one could say she walked. Connie walked with God. That is, she believed and trusted his word of truth. She lived according to them. And this walking in the Lord was a blessing to her. As she received strength, encouragement, and joy, despite her physical limitations. This made her the person who we knew and loved. And this walking with the Lord wasn't her doing For we're all by nature sinful, opposed to God, walking away from Him in His word of truth. The fact Connie walked with God throughout her life was a gift from God Himself. It was a gift that was first given to her in the waters of holy baptism, August 20th, 1950. Through this washing of rebirth, the crucified and risen Christ drew near to her, washing away her sins with his blood, marking her as his beloved child. While it wasn't fully seen in her life in this groaning creation, God caused her to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. To an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, unfading, kept in heaven for her. And in lamenting her sin and the daily struggle of her earthly walk, the crucified and risen Christ drew near to her through his word. The word of God preached in this place. The word of God that she heard and read in her home across the street. He drew near to her to assure her that he bore her sins and all of her infirmities and that through his blood there is forgiveness and life and salvation. And in the Lord's Supper, the very supper that she first received when she was confirmed on March 22nd, 1964, the very supper that she received throughout her life, even on that Easter Sunday, before the Lord called her to himself. In the Lord's Supper, the crucified and risen Christ drew near to feed her his life-giving body and his life-giving blood. It's this very body and blood that strengthened her, that preserved her throughout her earthly walk and on her journey to her heavenly home. Now it's been said that Connie had over 30 surgeries 
trying to bring healing to her body. While all of these surgeries would fall short, our Lord brought complete healing to her body in bringing her to himself. And having fought the good fight, and having finished the race of this earthly life, Connie now sees her Savior, Jesus Christ, face to face. She sees him without pain, without suffering, without sin. And just as the Emmaus disciples were relieved of their sorrow and were overwhelmed with joy when they recognized Jesus as their victorious and resurrected Lord, Connie now lives in that overwhelming joy of her Savior. She lives because Jesus, who was crucified, who was raised from the dead, He lives. And then, on that last day, when Jesus returns again in glory for all to see, he promises one more final healing. Death will be swallowed up forever. Body and soul reunited. It will be, as the Lord declares in the Old Testament for this day, the eyes of the blind shall be opened, the ears of the deaf unstopped, Then shall the lame man leap like a deer, and the tongue of the mute sing for joy. Thou redeemed, this includes Connie. In the new heavens and the new earth, she shall run and not grow weary. She shall walk and not faint. And with body and soul reunited for all eternity, She will join with all the company of heaven in giving all glory and honor to the one who redeemed her, as well as us. Through the shedding of his holy and precious blood on the cross and through his glorious resurrection from the dead. And now, may our God, who worked this wonderful promise of eternal life and salvation, through our crucified and risen Savior, Jesus Christ, comfort you and strengthen you this day until that day where we're joined with all the company of heaven of which Connie is now a member. Amen. Peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord.